<laughs> a little too much preaching. You are now locked into the Preacher Says podcast. We're here to free the real of the transitional struggles Christian women face. We will be better and do better. Guys, oh, yeah. it's a full house. Preacher Says. Season what? Four. Four. <gasps> hey! Wow. And four. And four. And four. <laughs> hey! Season four was four. four. Hey! <laughs> and it was season three with three. Can you imagine? Wow. Hey. What, word. what kind of what, we're not a word in anybody that. else? <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Who will we have for season five? I'm joking. Oh, what a word. What a wow. word. Guys, we are back. We are in the studio. The quality is great. It's Wonderful. 10 out of 10. Yep. We are all looking cute. Yeah. Lockdown couldn't hold us down. Right. We yeah, came back now. better and be- <laughs> better and brighter. We yes. came back as a four. Right. Yes. We came back with power. Right. Yours. Yours. We came back with just all the them, all the right, good vibes. Right, right, right. All of it. I want to do my Bob Brisky dance. <laughs> <laughs> Yours, yours, yours. I'm so excited. How is everyone feeling to be back in the studio? Great, Josephine. How does it feel for you to be back in the studio, sis? Let me give you extra mic. Okay, that's not necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it feels good. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be um, yeah, back recording with the girls. Yay! <laughs> yeah so no it's 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 good i've had my hiatus i've taken my time off with group so yeah back and raring to go raring oh well we've got to keep that energy then don't we <laughs> yeah, i love it i love it so today what are we doing girls do we introduce what? ourselves oh yes, oh, yes. yeah so today you were joined by yours truly kenya yours truly rosalind AKA Mrs. Tabi. Okay. But pray for me because COVID is really trying to. Trying we to, need to talk as well. Trying to attack me, but we rebuke her. Amen. Amen. Happy soy. <laughs> and your friendly black hottie, Justin. Everybody oh, I want to do mine again. Look at this always happens. Josephine always did this. I want to do mine again. Everybody off the mic. Oh, that was a here. sweet one still. Joe jo came back. Vim. Honey, she came back with mm-hmm. the vim. All the all the energy. Mm-hmm. All the violence she's mm-hmm. gone for us. Mm-hmm. All the violence. All the violence she's mm-hmm. gone for us. Don't hype me before these people come and get on my neck and say, Joe, you didn't bring what I needed you to bring. I'll bring what I can. Uh, you brought you you have brought it already. That's you haven't right. even started. Amen. Amen. So, right. Amen. But yeah, it's been it's been a year since we've been I think a year plus since we've been yeah. in an actual studio. Wow. Yeah. yeah, wow. Um so it does feel a bit weird, but then it also doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like home. Me. Feels like home somewhat. Somehow. Stop it. <laughs> somewhat. What? Um, but yeah, it's been a year of COVID nineteen. Yeah. In in the UK. Because it was mm, definitely yeah. there before. Yep. Mm-hmm. It has been it's been over a year since it's been around. Mm. Um and obviously we've been for most of us, we've been doing church or any fellowship <laughs> that you're with virtually. Um, and we thought it'd be really great just to have like a, a lessons learned, um, from a year of COVID-19, um, and just focus on various aspects of, you know, as a Christian, what we have seen 
mm-hmm. and what we can improve on as a body and um yeah and also some fun things that we've just you know just enjoyed mm. Maybe some lions, you know. Some <laughs> lions. If you lie in, oh, oh wow! Sleep. Well, am I really? Yes. I'm not from this country. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this Sorry. recently. I don't know. It's, not, it's a lion, lion, not a lion, not a lion. <laughs> oh lord, I'm, I'm, I'm trying here. But yeah, um, have you guys found? How have you found church during this time? Like, have you guys all gone back to church yet? No, no, no. no. Yeah. online, online church. How was it in the beginning? In the beginning, mm. online church. Mm, I feel really like vibe. it's not yeah. the same. It's not yeah. the same. Um, however, I feel like I like the time. <laughs> it's um, you don't have to like, like do all this stuff like going in. Mm. Uh, but I think just fellowship wise, it's just it hasn't been the same, yeah. and it, it's you know you kind of try to find, uh, kind of emulate it in different ways. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's been a bit of a up and down. Yeah. It's not the same. It's mm. it's not going to be the same. It, I don't think it's intended to be the same. Mm. I think it's just a situation that we've just been thrown in and we just mm. try to make the best of it that we can. Mm. Um, for me, I struggle. Not because, like, the word and things like that just because of that connection mm. like there's something about being like I know you can create the presence at home but there's something about being in church the atmosphere you know when it's just thick mm. and you can just feel it mm-hmm. and it, it, there's something about that just being able to approach the altar and things like that that have always been very helpful therapeutic I don't know what the correct terminology is and without that, without it, with with it being removed, it's yeah, it's gonna have an impact on you. And yeah, so it hasn't been the easiest, mm. I would say. I bet you can. Yeah, no, I totally agree with everything the ladies have said. It's just really weird um, experience church, doing church from home. Because mm. um, you know, like you said, they always say like church can be anywhere. It can be in your house. It can mm. be here. It can be there. But now that now that we've had the absence of going to a physical church building you can tell that there is a slight difference actually mm. you can create a church in your home of course but it's just it's just not the same energy vibe whatever the word is you want to use yeah the, very the, the, the church vibe is definitely yeah you miss the church vibe yeah. but in terms of like your relationship I would say that I've grown closer to God because of other mm. reasons that things that have just happened mm. in the past year I've definitely grown closer to him and it's caused me to not be as lazy Mm. um in my walk as well because sometimes we just get very comfortable with getting dressed on a sunday going to church and just letting the work being done for you like pastor preach in (laughs) it my god that was great now i get to go Mm. home but you know it really forces you to really do the work yourself like proper do the work yourself so how has it been for you though because your church is quite you have like good facilities and resources to Mm. still go in um yeah you're right so yeah because my tech wise my church has been doing virtual things from before Mm. um so but then I think it's the amount of virtual things that we're doing or are still doing that I guess has been great because it's like every day there's like a in the morning, there's a service at like six in the morning, and then mm. the, yeah, yeah. That's always you've always done that. 
Oh. No, no. So there's been an increase of, yeah. of online presence oh, okay. because yeah, yeah. of it, because of COVID. So, um, and it just kind of goes to show how much we can really truly do and how much we, yeah. how much <clears throat> impact we can have as Christians um, if we understand the opportunities that we have. Yeah. Like, because mm. I've just seen how, yeah, my church has used technology to reach just crazy amounts of people. Um but then again, it's that thing of, okay, so everything is online. So should I go back in? And one of the benefits of my church is that there's a lot of space. So we were able to do um, people coming into church quite soon. And you, and it could be potentially, I don't know the numbers off head, but I could see like, you know, 200, 300 people in oh, church wow. and it's, and you are separated. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that hasn't that that's I wouldn't say that has motivated a lot of people to necessarily go in. Um, but I think gradually people are starting to feel more comfortable. Mm. Um, I still haven't gone to a main service yet, but I go to my like young adult service. I'm on the tech team. And that's COVID has opened that up for me to be a part of the mm -hmm. tech team and yeah. you know, and um yeah. So there's been a lot of opportunities in my church, but mm. um it's also like don't get too comfortable with everything being on replay on things that you can just catch mm, up on because yeah. i know that there's an element of zoom but that's recorded but you they don't really maybe they don't usually send it send it around but on my <laughs> but on my in my church is on youtube yeah same as ours and it's literally just yeah. whenever you whenever you want yeah. to and i i don't know it's like if you go to a gym session so um uh, we have we know somebody called any any called blimey she has like fitness sessions and I remember last year I did some fitness sessions with her she would record the sessions but nothing beats being there live yeah, yeah. like nothing beats being yeah. there live and yeah. it's the same thing well yeah. you know but it's like that you feel a different it's what you're saying just like yeah. there's a there's a presence being there yeah, and being yeah. actively participating mm -hmm. so yeah it's, it's the whole notion of being a part of fellowship isn't it yeah being with other people be it virtually yeah or be it in person um but you know what I I feel like if anything, something that I've seen, um, which I think your church has done really well, um, but you guys, you know, We've had you, the... you've been the OGs of this yeah. game for a minute. <laughs> um, but it's that churches have had to really invest in their online presence. Yeah. Like technology, so I feel like some of them are still trying to figure it out. But yeah. in this, I think that what COVID has really um, revealed is that churches need to invest so much more on their technology, mm -hmm. um, sorry, in their technology and then their online presence. Because if your online presence doesn't bang, the only the only people you're 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 touching is your members and their mm -hmm. families. Yeah. Like, but there's so many opportunities to reach out to so many people in mm -hmm. the world. Um, mm -hmm. And I just think that the ones that have done really well, you can see them very successful at it. And then the ones that are still trying to figure it out is taking them them time to have that level of impact. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. And yeah, I think that that's, it is, it's been interesting because you see, I think I've seen more what people are doing as well online, um, which has been like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, maybe we should try this, maybe we should try that. Um, but yeah, I think that's been interesting. It's definitely the mindset because there's still, you can sit somebody in front of Zoom and they say, okay, I'm preaching, but there's still elements to that Zoom where you need a good mic, where you need good mm -hmm. lighting, yeah, where you need like, um, if you've got the choir that is in the background, that can't mm. be from the choir. It can't be from the Zoom sound. You will need to link something. From, There's so many things mm. that to 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 heighten the experience. 
um, to encourage new people to come, but you have to be ready. You have to have the mindset to want to invest yeah. or have the money and the means. The congregation yeah. need to. <laughs> no, it's true. Like everyone needs to set their Christian excellence gave up. Yeah, That's just word. point blank period. Um, I think it's forced a lot of people to do so, which is great. Um, and I think that's 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 even better for, um, you know, just to reaching out, just reaching out to more people. Mm. I mean, if you're able to draw them in and you've got a good online presence, I mean, it's only good for the kingdom, isn't it? So, mm. um, the fact that it's happened, great. Like it's it's unfortunate the circumstances that are surrounding it that has mm. caused it to happen, <clears throat> but with every thing comes bad and there comes good so yeah mm. i would definitely say um just churches being able to reach out to more people yeah. um is definitely amazing because i know that people that you know didn't necessarily have you know we're a bit afraid to go into church just yeah. because of oh, i'm trying to do this god thing but i don't really know how to mm. do it mm. and it's enabled them to build relationships with mm. christ yeah. which is amazing like i said that's only great yeah. for the kingdom so Another thing that's great is the fact that um, because everything's online, people have had the opportunity to go in and out of other churches, if that makes sense. Not mm. physically, but like online. And it allows you then to figure out like this is a church that I would like to go to, yeah. the way that they worship, the way the message, blah, blah, blah. Because in, in a normal day, if churches were open, it's quite difficult to just be hopping from week to week into different churches. Yeah, It's, um, it's a bit daunting, um, especially because first and foremost, you're worried about people and how they're gonna um mm. how they're gonna open you out or how they're gonna react to you and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. But with the online thing, like Joe was saying, you have time to just focus on building a relationship with Christ and knowing that this is a good place for me, hopefully, because I enjoy this and that. And so when you do have to go and sit in front of these other people, feel like I know why I'm here. Yeah. It's not about you lot, it's literally I'm here because of X, Y, and Z. Mm. On on the flip side though, it must not be good for the the lead the leaders. Mm. The church, the pastors, whatever, yeah, because they might feel like they could lose members too. Yes, to others. Yes, yeah. Um, that are doing things that maybe yeah, you know, it's more mm -hmm. interesting and they find more relatable. I hear that. Um, stress. <laughs> yeah, there's winners and losers. It's, a, the game. Game. Right. it's a, a game. It's the, the game. Is the, the game. That's it, baby. <laughs> and the, um, but the mad thing is, this stuff happens anyway. They're generally speaking, naturally, yeah, yeah. lots of people do leave their churches and move to other churches. Yeah. Um, it's quite a normal thing to happen. Yeah. Um, True. But of course, like you said, it could be moving in large numbers at one time. Like the young people might just be like, "Yes, yeah, yeah," for yeah. whatever reason, but. Yeah. How has um sort of like the second or third whatever lockdown? How has that been for you, like faith wise? So, huh. do you feel like you're more gingered? Nope. Or do you feel like it made you a bit like what the lockdowns in general or the particular lockdown that we're on? <laughs> I don't know three. which one that we're on, I but it's in just not being able to go out <clears throat> and fellowship and things like that, like go into church. How has the lockdown been by yourself more, having to do stuff more to seek God yeah. and dig, dig deeper? How, um, you know, how has that been since you've been in, we've been in lockdown? Um, I think that it's, it's been an interesting year for everyone, just because it hasn't been plain sailing for everyone. Mm-hmm. So you've had to reach and dig for your strength where you can find it. Mm. For all of us in this room, it mm -hmm. comes from God. Mm -hmm. So 
in for me personally, I know outside of church that my faith has become stronger just because of, like I said, it's been a tough year. So church really hasn't had an impact on my faith this year. Mm. It's really just been me. Yeah. Like not saying that I haven't been going to church, I've been mm -hmm. doing it, but it's really been by my own strength <laughs> that my faith has built because mm. of just, like I said, mm. it's been a tough year. And I think for a lot of people, especially without the involvement at church, so to, so to say, so to speak, we've had to remove that yeah. anchor that we've had that we rely on and we've just had to like firm it in it mm. and do it by yourself like mm. it's, it's it's different now like you ain't going nowhere on Boy. on top of everything you're at home you're going through whatever you're going through it's your bible you should pick mm. <laughs> it's your bible you should pick it's your knees that you should fall on because mm. there's no way out we're like yeah. we've literally done a bird that we didn't ask for like we've been locked up that we didn't like. We literally done a sentence that we didn't ask for. Yep. Mm. So the only way you can look is up. And mm. that's all that I've done really. And yeah, that's all for me. I don't know if that made sense, mm. but yeah. we move. Yeah. I that. Yeah. Um, I think the first part of the lockdown, I was I was very much distracted. So it didn't really affect, I don't think my walk was, I, didn't, I don't think I assessed my walk because I had, a lot of things that I was working on, starting, and you know, when you're you're trying to enter a new chapter, you're, and you you're, graduated, and I graduated, yeah. woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and you just you, you're distracted, mm. you know. So I think at my eyes were on on something else, so I I didn't really assess where my walk was. Um, and, and to be honest, God was there. I was walking with God, but it's just like. I wasn't assessing if I was doing enough or doing too little. It was just like, yeah, we just go, we just go. But once you've like, whatever you were trying to get, you've got it. There's like a period of silence. And then that's when I would say from like October, November, up until now, child, it's like, oh, okay. Lockdown three, if that's what we're saying it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think it was the hardest lockdown for mm -hmm. me. Um, but so this I, current one, this current it. lockdown has yeah. been the hardest one for me because it's yeah. just like and and it's just definitely tested my my faith um, because it's like oh okay I have to really sit in where I am and assess my decisions and assess how I've where God has been in those decisions and so so yeah it's been yeah mm. I feel like my so I feel like yeah I was distracted and now I'm seeing it clearly and that what Joe is saying now it's like yeah. The Bible, yep, on my knees, yep, let them tears flow, yep, tell God everything, yep, like speaking to God more actively, yep, like like I'm very much aware that I need to do so um, because, yeah, like we, I, I'm only here because of God. Throughout that whole period last year, God was the only one that got me through it. Even when I was not being attentive to him, attentive to him he's the reason why I'm here. So, mm. um, yeah, I don't know if I went off track, but mm. that's... That's where my faith is right now. Hmm. I would say lockdown one. Lockdown one? Yep. First mm -hmm. lockdown was actually quite a good one for me. It was a season that I needed. Um, and I was just really like energized and I felt a bit zealous for God and blah, 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 blah. As time went on, it just, the momentum just dipped mm -hmm. and dipped and dipped. And now in lockdown three, I'm, it's just like... I don't know. It's just very flat, if that makes any sense. So 
I don't know. I found this lockdown to be super, super duper dra- draining, first and foremost. Mm. Um, very draining, exhausting, monotonous. Mm. Just like, just kind of like fed up with lockdown three, basically. It's like, when are we going to just come out of this and stuff? And I've, I've been challenged so much in this, in uh, lockdown three in particular, like with my walk, it's it's definitely not where it should be at all. Like it's definitely far, very far. A year on, I'm like, if you had like a spectrum, let's say, I'm probably on the far end of the spectrum in comparison to last year. So if you have like mm-hmm. zero being the middle balance, mm. one end zealous, the next, I don't, the only word that's coming to my head is like unbothered. I'm not necessarily feeling unbothered, unbothered, but yeah, I just feel like so many things that I thought I had dealt with are just rushing in. Mm. Like they've just been coming in and it's been since probably like December. It's just coming in, flooding in, flooding in. And it just makes it so hard for you to to have the the energy to want to mm. address these things. Because mm. you're just like, I'm just exhausted, bro. Mm. I'm actually done. Like, so it's been a real, it's been a real, real struggle to be fair. Um, but the only way's up, right? Yeah. You get to the bottom, you can only get back up. So, baby. I'm not joining the joke. The only way is up. <laughs> so yeah, like stuff like this is helping um, the normality of like getting into things again and mm. whatnot. It's, it helps a little bit, but I think I'm still, I'm focusing maybe on the wrong things. I'm focusing too much on going back to normal life instead of addressing the real issues that are in my face. And um, that. yeah. Mm, that's a word. That's yeah, a, that's a that's word. That's a word. It's a word. What about um, you? Yeah, I'll say I think I can definitely relate to Kenya. Um, but I think my journey's kind of flipped. Mm-hmm. So I started the first lockdown like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I so initially I think the lockdown was very much necessary because I was just like like doing something all the time, and so it it kind of put me in a place where I was winding down. And uh, when I slowed down, I actually realised there's so many things I need to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, like, if anything, it's been a bit of a... Um, it's, it's fluctuated. So mm-hmm. um, uh, I think it's, it gave me moments to deal with those things. But then, like, you try to do... Like, one thing I've learned about myself is that I, I don't do well with, with stru- without structure. And mm-hmm. I don't do well with just being... The sitting in, I, I don't do well with just <laughs> sitting in. So I think for me, that's been like my hardest struggle. Um, and so like faith-wise, I'm, I I don't know. I feel like it's up and down. Um, there are moments where I don't necessarily feel like I'm where I was um, when I was like last year. Around this time, I was like on fire, like ready. Whereas now I feel like I'm, I feel very um, naked about the my pain point. Mm. And I'm kind of like on a journey trying to figure that out. Mm. Um, and so I don't know how it looks like. It's kind of hard to like put a label on it. But I think definitely my faith has like been up and down. Mm. But one thing that I realised that lockdown has really not been good is that I'm a bit of a, I'm such a consumer. And so like the good, the bad I've consumed. And lockdown has really like attacked a lot of people's like marriages. Mm. And that has given me anxiety, like the amount mm. of anxiety that has given me in lockdown. I don't know, cry. So yeah, so I feel like because I'm so still, like any, the like I've really 
um, internalize like issues that people have, especially like in the area of marriage. Like, so you know, I like lockdown is really, really hard on marriages and people's relationships. And when I see it, and I'm like, oh my god, like if they didn't work, like how how do I stand it? Like, do I stand a chance? Like, do I, and it's just it's amalgamated into like bigger issues in my head. So I think I'm still trying to like kind of unravel that. Um, and figure that out. Um, but yeah, I think faith-wise, I feel like I'm okay, but I'm I'm trying to figure out how can I move forward with the areas that is like I'm not so great at. Yeah, yeah that's really real what you said. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very real. And I think one of the things that I've um I noticed as well is that I wasn't being realistic. So in terms of where I thought my faith was before. Mm. I don't think I was realistic about where I really was. Mm. What do you mean? Because when I, you know, so just for context, the first lockdown, probably like a week after my birthday, one of my closest friends passed away from COVID. And so obviously hit me left, right and centre. Like mm. I was just everywhere. Um, took you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me out, took me out. Mm. Definitely took me out. Um, and... I just had to deep a lot of things in the past year. I was not where I thought I was with my faith. Mm -hmm. I thought I was somewhere, but I wasn't. And I wasn't realistic with myself. And I think I can identify with abs where it's just like, you're always on go. You're always, mm -hmm. always on go. So you just think, sometimes you think you're further along than you actually are mm -hmm. until something just wins you, mm -hmm. sits you down mm -hmm. and makes you make you really assess where you are yeah and yeah. certain situations that i was in and certain thoughts i was in as god said to me joe you don't know me like you think you know me mm. you genuinely do not know me like you think you know me mm. and you need to get to know me like know me don't know me because of what someone has told you don't know me because of what you think you should know know me for yourself mm. and i think i like a light came on and i was like yeah i don't know you I just know what I've been told and what I read, but even what I read, I've kind of got a like I've got something already telling me yeah. what I should believe. Yeah. But I don't know you know you. And I think that was the biggest realization. And it was just for me, even like in terms of my faith, it was like God telling me, Joe, like it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. You don't have to paint a perfect picture all the time mm. if you need to cry cry if you mm. need to be strong one day be strong if you need to be weak one day be weak because i'm gonna be with you throughout all of it yeah and i think that's the biggest realism that i had yeah. that my normal is normal like i'm not supposed to be on all the time mm. and i think that's what lockdown has taught a lot of people you don't have to be on all the time you don't have to be just like raring to go all the time. Sometimes you just need to sit the heck down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just sit down. Mm. Yeah. I feel like uh, when we always talk about faith and things like that, but you, it's, it actually, it matters the most when you're actually going through mm. challenges because mm -hmm. that's when you have to draw from what you actually believe in exactly. or you're just going to be vexed mm. or exactly. if you just like, I'm done or whatever. <laughs> Just uh, my mom would say, "Are you lamenting? Or is, are you just lamenting?" <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, I think yeah, it's it's those moments that you can actually know really and truly where you're at. If like I am, 
I know that, okay, God, you have my back. I'm not feeling great. And we can have a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. Right? We can talk about this. Or I just feel like, huh? <laughs> Brother, what's happening? I'm out. I, Literally, there I'm was out. one point yeah. where I was like, I was so sad. And I went to draw from my well. My well was dry. Nothing there. Not even a drip drop to drop on my tongue just to, 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 <laughs> to, to give me small moisture. <laughs> To keep me going. Mm. The well was dry. And I was like, wait, hold on. And I was there going over my notes from church, trying to find out, oh no, this is the sermon where we talked about this. And I was like, are you are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you, are you really kidding me? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And that's what you need to, like, for me, it was the biggest takeaway. Just be real with God. Mm. Like, if there's no one you can be real with in this whole world, you can be real with God. So if you ain't feeling it, today, just tell you, God, you know what, God, like, kudos for taking me through the day. But I ain't feeling it today. Mm-hmm. Like, help me through the next day, though. I'm going to need you. I was, I was just going to piggyback on what you both have said, um, particularly about sitting in it. Because when you're looking at what we've consumed, because all we have is this phone, yeah. this pad, this, this, this and that. And yes, there's so much positive, you know, people say, girl, you can do it. God has got you, all of this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're in that moment, you allow, well, for me, I've allowed those, the stuff on Instagram or this, you know, the positive messages to stop me from really feeling what I'm feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that means that I don't allow myself to, I don't allow my emotions to like, for me to understand what I'm going through in that moment, I kind of like just overshadow it or cover it up mm. with all these positive posts. Mm. And I think it's great to have them and I think it's great for you know to follow positive things but I just I've seen how if I don't deal with what I'm what I'm going through in that moment if I don't sit in it Mm. and allow that you know allow myself to speak to God I can see a quote or something on Instagram and think oh yeah yeah that's true and then I feel like yeah I'm good but I haven't actually gone to God about it Mm. I've used the post to make me feel strong yeah and that's temporary because next thing you know, you see something else and you've triggered yeah. <laughs> on another emotion because yeah, you still yeah, haven't sure. gone to the to the source. Yeah, You still haven't and gone to God. I mm. feel like it's um, what I get from what you're all saying is that it's so important for people to um, know the word for themselves, but also just know how it applies to you yeah. and like really deep it because that in terms of how like, the the scripture scripture but in terms of sometimes there's set that it it moves you in a certain Uh, way and mm. it applies to people in different ways Mm -hmm. and it's so important to catch your revelation from it and how it applies to you because even besides even the whole like growing in our faith and all that stuff there's so many wild things that have come out um during lockdown and it's just like if you don't know your word, yeah, you'll be sitting there thinking vaccine is, what's the word my mom told me? Luciferous. <laughs> Luciferous. Yeah. That's how they're going to um, know who is. <laughs> who is um, who. The, like, there's yeah. so many wild things. Like, And I, I personally, I don't agree with those. I don't agree with it. Yeah. But people, people can, you, you, the, they can come from my head, they can do whatever. The people that think that COVID is... um. Uh, someone said COVID is like a something that the Bill Gates, the, all these other conspiracy theories, all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it has really there's been a lot of weird things that have come out 
in lockdown mm. that I feel like it's caused a lot of discourse in mm. in the Christian faith, but it's also confused a lot of people because you have a group of people that feel like, okay, I'm not going to, let's say like the vaccine, for instance, I'm not going to take it because, you know, some, this mark of the beast thing and mm. it's a chip that will, will trap me, all that kind of stuff, yeah. I, and no disrespect to anyone that mm-hmm. believes in that. That's not my personal view, mm. but I hear you in it. If that's what you believe in, I respect you your view um and like what else was like something that came out of lockdown that really floored me i don't know i actually thought you fell asleep at that moment <laughs> <laughs> no i was just saying because there was i just remember one week there was one particular week like in during the first lockdown and i said i've had enough <laughs> it was first and foremost i was grieving then mm. It was like, it was like the pandemic was at an all time high. They were saying it was affecting more black people mm. than it was any other other yeah. person. Then the George Floyd thing happened, the yeah. Black Lives Matter yeah. thing happened. Mm. And I just felt like I was just getting hit from all angles. Yeah. I, there was no, like, no you break. there was no break. Like I would go to work, they'd be talking about it at work. Yeah. Like, yeah, we want to push you and we really want to encourage diversity, X, Y, Z. You turn on the TV, you've got protests going on everywhere. Yeah. Like, People just hate you just because you're black. And then it was just a lot. And Mm. there was one point I literally, I think we all felt it. We were just exhausted. Mm. We were just so, so, so tired. And I felt like I had no refuge. Mm. There was nowhere that I could turn to where I felt safe. And then I had to remember my secret place. Mm. That's it. All I had at that point in time was my secret place. Because if I looked to everywhere else, left, right, it was like, A, we're all going through the same thing. Yeah. B, th- you couldn't even go on social media without, oh like we God. were desensitized yep. to seeing yeah, black people yeah. being killed. Yep. It was a madness. And yeah. there was only one place you could go. There was only one place you could go. And I think there was a period of time where physically we were all done. Yep. Yeah. We were just exhausted. Yeah. And even even that that place, there was a time where it was like, People were like, oh, would Jesus pro to be doing the Black Lives Matter? Yes. Yeah, and so it just felt like, a big deal. wait, yeah. And it's and it's just like, yeah. ha, now we've we've now yeah. we've brought my Lord and Savior into this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lord and Savior. It's just like, Honestly. am I now having to question whether got like where Jesus's position would be in all of this? Yeah. And yeah. then does that then establish my position? And if if the bulk of Christians are saying this and the bulk of it, I, yeah. uh, I feel like we stuff. touched upon that though. I think we did. Was it on an Instagram live or something? I'm not too sure. We spoke about that. It was just, it was just a lot. lot. It was was a lot lot going on. And we all physically felt the weight of that. Mm. So, okay. So fast forward now, because I feel like we've been like. Yeah. And then it's like, where some of us have internalized it. Some of us have moved on. Some of us have tried to get over it in some aspects. But fast forward to like, Almost more than a year. Yeah. We're still in lockdown and we're having to still deal with those pressures in some aspects, as well as Mm -hmm. the effects of what happened last year, Mm -hmm. which has been carried into this year. So, like, I guess the the, the roundabout way that I'm trying to kind of go with this is that if somebody's listening to this and there's so much that we've gone through... Mm. From last year, where's the light? Well, yes, basically. How are people? Well, how? Are, what are we saying to people in terms of like, what? How can they cope? How can they find peace? I'm telling you, me. I've even shared my own. 
the fact that I'm seeing so many couples break down. I was in a clubhouse room, yeah. There's this, and there was this lady that was one of the the, the speakers or the the stage, whatever. And she's been married. She's been married for eight years. Her and her husband um um dated for eleven years before they got married. Married for eight years. So essentially, they've been together for nineteen years. It took lockdown to break their their marriage. Lockdown or COVID. <laughs> But I can't. And it's I, like I it's crazy. Like for me, that's one thing I feel like I'm seeing. I'm seeing situation. it, and it's not ending. Like no, I'm I seeing think, the breakdown. And it's not ending. I think. And Joe and I, we've had several conversations mm. about this, and I try to like not focus on it. And I know my own story is different, mm. but it, you unconsciously internalize these mm -hmm. things, and it's like the strategist in me is trying to build the <laughs> contingency plans of avoiding <laughs> these issues. Um, and yeah, it's 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 scary. I think, like to summarize in a way i think the biggest takeaway that we can all take as individuals and for me definitely invest in yourself mm. invest in yourself i can't control what anybody else is going to do mm. i can't control them i can control myself i can control my health my my mental well-being my wealth i control that Obviously, with the help of God, please so don't <laughs> take you out of context. I control that. So what I did is I invested in me. Josephine, what do you need? Yeah. What do you need? What areas do you need to be built up in? What areas have you ignored for so long that you need to start addressing? Preach. One of them was my finances. I had to deal with my finances. <laughs> and to God be the glory, I've brought myself out of a hole that I was in for so long because I was just going mm. with the flow. My mental health, I had to invest in a what? Therapist. Mm. I have to. These are things that I need to do to make Josephine a better person yep. because mm. I can't do anything about the rest of the humans in this world. Right. Life has taught us, especially over this past year, people can be wicked. Mm. The people mm. them can be <laughs> wicked. <laughs> and if you focus on what they're doing, and you're not focusing on you, yeah. that's how you what mess up. Yeah. So I can face only your front. Face, face your front. front. It sounds like the most sick, like the most It's not easy thing. though. It's not easy. It's but not you easy. have to invest in yourself. You have to. Mm -hmm. What do you need? Sit yourself down and ask yourself, what do you need? Because consuming other things is only gonna take you away from what you need to deal with. And for me, I can definitely say is I've just invested in myself. I don't give a heck. Yeah. It's all about me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be about me. And it always will be about me because I take care of me. It's true. It's, it's, simple. it's true. It's true. Whether someone comes to add to it or whatever, it's me. Mm -hmm. It's me that will enter the grave alone. No? It's me that will face my, 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 my judger alone. Mm. It's true. So, I, hear, I hear it. It's all about I'm not going to lie to you. It's, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to put into words. I hear, I, and because like I feel like I've done all of that, but like I'll still see something because it's not, it's not, it's not a one-stop shop. Yeah, baby. I was going to say it's, it's a continuous ongoing. thing. It's a journey, oh, okay, isn't it? Yeah. It's journey. It's, it's ongoing. You yeah. never ever stop. Every time I sit down with my therapist, she'd be like, "Okay, what do you want to talk about today?" I say, "Wait, we're not done. <laughs> no, we're not done." <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's ongoing. Mm. You're going to say something. No, it's totally slipped my mind because I'm not focusing on what you're saying about it being a journey. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say also with facing your front is also acknowledging who you are 
and live and living in your truth like be mm-hmm. who you are and then learn what you need to learn about the improvements that you need to make about yourself but just mm-hmm. be true to yourself because i feel like before you know and still now people are you know living up to social media. people are, people are always trying to find something to to mirror or to you know that people don't like to spend time with themselves so mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's just like by f- spending time with yourself like joe is saying that whole journey you f- start to find peace in who you are mm-hmm. as an individual and then you'll start to see the benefits you'll see opportunities like it's just mm-hmm. there's so much Absolutely. to it but you have to sit in it and be like yeah this is who this is who i am the good the bad and the ugly but just mm-hmm. just just be real with yourself so you can truly move forward yeah. that's all about man it's all about just be you, baby. There's you only got one you. There's this only, is it. You've only got one life to live. YOLO and that. Like you can't just yeah. be second guessing you know yourself that. all the time. And I just I was just doing too much second guessing. Mm. I was worried about what people would say and this, that, the other. I'm not where I need to be. X, Y, and Z. Social media is telling me I should be making a hundred k. Like it's oh, all mad. Social media is. Social media is a lie. It's all mad. Um. So. I feel like this is a very possession for me. Really, <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I hear, I, I hear what you guys are saying, but I'm just saying this COVID. People have been for it, and yeah. easier said than done in it. Like, but, but I don't think it's... it's like you can do all those things right, and you're still like in in like the thick of it. I'm in the thick and, of it. That's yeah, what I'm trying to so say. It's, it's, it's not... not, but that's what I'm saying. Like. Like people are listening to this and we're telling them, and I don't disagree, and we're telling them, saying it. Some people are sitting in it. Mm. Right. The- and it's like, it's not, um, I don't I don't know how to put it in I don't know how mm. to put it in words. Cause I agree with everything, but I, I just think that it's a it's it's an ideal. <laughs> I, because I we, we do the work. Like me, I'm saying. I'm doing it. I, I know I know me, Rosalind Barr, I love myself. I put myself first. I know who I am, but it's like that you get to a point in life where you know the kind of life that you want for yourself and COVID has slapped you people several ways and you're every every time you're trying to do, okay, all right, ah, brush it off. I'm going to put myself above and go, brush yeah. it off. I'm going to put myself above and go. And it's, 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 it's draining and it's really hard. And so sometimes it's just like, okay, I want to take this step, but I don't even have the energy. But the thing to, is, the realness of it. The problem is hmm. that we think that no, no, no. that's not okay. It's okay. Okay, okay. so yeah. this I hear. But that's, okay. but that's this what, I hear. Okay to, what we're saying. Sometimes it's okay to be stagnant. Yeah, like it's right. that's what we're saying. Sit, and sit, sit, sit in if it. If you okay. are a child of God, a real true child of God, listen, no one, God ain't, don't care about your timing. It's mm, not about true. your timing. Mm-hmm. It's about his timing. Yeah. So when you feel like you're being still, I hear you, it's frustrating. You want to like, what's going on? What's going on? Mm-hmm. But it's okay. It's yeah. normal. Yeah. You're not going through anything that not somebody else isn't going through. Yeah. And that was my mindset for so long that I'm the only one going through this. Yeah. I'm not. Mm. And where I am is normal. I keep saying my normal is normal. Mm. I'm, I'm not yeah. the only one that's in my situation. But if I trust God, I really trust and believe God. He will take me out of it in his true timing, yeah. not my own. Mm. I pray for anyone that yeah. is going through stuff. Um, during this lockdown, anyone that feels demoralized, mm-hmm. anyone that can relate to me that, especially you're planning for a big, uh, the next chapter of your life mm-hmm. and you're seeing more things that are concerning you mm-hmm. rather than things that should be inspiring you. Um, 
and you know, so I pray for peace of mind. I pray for the right people around you that will yeah. that will pour into you when you need to be poured into. Um, and yeah, like just sit in it and ask God to take you through it. Seriously, that's it. And work on yourself. Do whatever you need to do to get to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. The best version of yourself and not the version that you think everybody else wants to see. This is it. But yeah. the version that <laughs> you are truly happy with. Yeah. That's what you've got to do. And it's a journey to get to that yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. It's a journey. It, it takes the, time. It's the the it values and the, the you know, you're yeah, it it's time. up and down, up and down. Yeah. But yeah. when you, you get there, there's always this is a journey. Mm. So show grace to yourself in it. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's, That's true. it. That's it. That's true. Um, wow. Yeah. I feel like I expected this to be a bit more pow, eh, pow, pow, pow. What is that? I don't understand. <laughs> I expected this episode to be more like <laughs> energetic. Yeah. Oh, the and it's then a, it, it's been a hard year, man. Yeah, it's not like like it like every day. Um, but it was also good and therapeutic, which is good. So um, thank you everyone for locking in to our first episode, first episode of season four. Right. Um, show us some love and. Um, I want to help you, Kenya, but No, don't worry. Don't forget to follow us yeah. on all of our social <laughs> medias um, at Preach It Sis Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to like, comment and share this episode. You can find it available on all platforms. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Is this, is this, is this a new... <laughs> <laughs> is that how the song goes? <laughs> is that how the song goes? No. <laughs> no. <laughs>